Hey everybody, welcome to the All Over Overland Show. My name is Michael. Lee is with us, kind of. Let's see if it's working. Oh. Well. For now. For now. (laughs) So my technical guy is having technical issues on his end. What's that all about? I got a, I think I got a gremlin here or something going down. I don't know, but every once in a while his screen just goes away. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the lights flicker and oh well. Hey, could be worse. Could be stuck on the side of the road, you know, in a hundred degree heat. It's hot, man. But instead I'm here with you, buddy. It's hot here in Oklahoma. And and we're gonna talk about the countdown. Do you know where it's final countdown? Do you know where it's not hot? In Alaska. You know where else it's not hot? It's Flagstaff, Arizona, which is where I just got back from. What's, I mean, what's the average temp there? Does it not ever get hot? I don't know. It was like, it was like 71 during the day and 46 at night. I was like, damn, I'll take it. Yeah, that's, that's Alaska weather in the summer. Right now it's, this week will be in the highs, will be in the low 60s. I'll take it. Yeah, me too. I'll take me it. too. So Stop. while I still have you, yeah, I'm not going anywhere now. Your limited, your limited experience at Expo West, and I say limited because you guys were crazy busy at the booth with the trailer. Um, so it, it was. Um, and who were you there with this year? So I went there with uh, Open Range and. Um, um, you know, we took one of the new, uh, grunts and actually we took two. Um, but here's the cool thing about expo. And I know that there's people that are, that'll watch this or hear this, that'll understand. But in the past where the booth was, uh, for us this year and where it's been in the previous years for Opus, it's, uh, on this big gravel, like packed gravel parking lot. You know, you couldn't drive stakes into it because that would tear up the, I guess, like the chip and seal, or whatever. We get there, they freaking paved the whole damn place. What? I mean, they've paved the whole thing. They even paved the roads going back out and down. And anyway, I was like, holy crap. So we set up on this brand new blacktop. And at first thought, I was like, damn, it's going to be hot, Michael. It's going to be hot. But then it only got to like 71 degrees. So Friday was great. Saturday was uh, pretty good. We had we had a rain, or was it Friday we had the rain shower? No, Friday was good. Saturday we had the rain shower. And it put a damper on it. But I saw like, was there hail? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I posted the video. There was some hail coming down. But you know what? We were under the rugged bound ostrich 270, and there was no problems. And it actually got cool enough. We broke out the fire pit and literally had the place packed. People standing around the fire pit. Yeah. It, it, it got that cool. I had to put on a sweatshirt, 
you know, and the whole nine yards. Did you say you guys had the ostrich wing 270? Yeah, the rugged bound ostrich wing. They are pretty durable. It was badass. It really was. And, um, and so, and anyway, that was about the only real hiccup. You know, the traffic, I, I have mixed emotions about the people, how many people were there and how much traffic and, and one thing or another. It was, uh, there's funny things about it that were like more that reminded me of more. And that was, everybody was walking around with those DeVos lights in their hands. Man, I, I mean, they were just selling the hell out of those things. Anyway, so that was, you know, you saw a lot of that. Um, there was a lot of vendors that I've never seen, Michael. That, really? that yeah that i haven't seen there before but what was really strange is there was a few vendors that um were not there that have always been there and done really well in the I past hope you guys can't hear the guy can't running hear the, what sounds like a chainsaw outside no can't hear a thing um but like the alps generator guy he's there he's always there and he's selling generators and, and propane tanks, you know, the squatties and the 11s and all this stuff. He wasn't there. And I was like, I, anyway, I expected to see him there. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of big uh, setups. So, you know, Red Arc had scaled theirs back. Normally they have this big, big area. Yeah. And they were back over in this far corner with what was probably a 20 by 30, which was... Huh really kind of strange there but there was a lot of that you saw a lot of the of the vendors that were you know they changed it up with this and i think a lot of that may have had to do with the new ownerships of this you know remember lodestone sold to a new company okay so is this the first year of the new yeah ownership? first show of the you know with the new ownership Did so jack that prices like what what, yeah, there was, the yeah, I think there was a little bit of that. I can't say for sure. It didn't have an effect on us, you know, with, with the open range stuff. But, um, well, I'll give you an example. Used to, if you bought a booth at Overland at the Expos, uh, as a vendor, you could either sleep in your booth or you could camp in the vendor camping area. Well, yeah. this year, in order to camp in the vendor camping, camping area, it was 75 bucks. They charged you more as a vendor to camp. Yeah, so if you didn't stay in your that booth, benefits them so much because usually the vendor camping area is where the other people camp. Uh, right. Well, I haven't been to West, so I don't know. So anyway, so it, that's the you know that was the one of the things, and there was a, uh, several other other things that I heard people talk about. So what that you know, but there was different you know new battery companies were there. Uh, when I did get to walk around. Um, the uh, KC booth has really, really like exploded. It's just getting bigger. Um, Goose Gear had their new, um, <clears throat> you know, system for the Subarus and the, and the Ravs. Yeah. Um, so I went over and looked at that again, and and they and Brian showed me they've added a new quick release thing with the pat. They got a patent on it, and all. It's really cool. It's like you just take two fingers, you reach in there, clip it. And phew, comes out you can fold the seat do the whole nine yards nice um you know uh, the the batteries in lithium is just going nuts there's a lot of battery companies that were there there was battery companies that had batteries that looked like tesla car batteries really you know they're only about that tall but they're 
like this long kind of thing. It was, you know, unusual. One of the I, things they talked about with the new Toyota is that there's a uh, JB, was it JBL, the speaker company? Yeah. They have a speaker that goes up in the dash. And a lot of times, like your cell phone, like it's an external speaker. You can take the speaker out, but it has, it, it docks right there and can charge. Right, right. On the dash. Yeah. And when you put your phone there, your phone will basically die because it overheats. But but they were saying that this has a solid state battery in it. Yeah. Which means it's not going to overheat because of the sunlight. That's interesting. So um, why why aren't we that is that excuse my ignorance, but is that not a lithium product? Uh, I'll be honest, I don't know. Um okay. I, I when I went and looked at the the Tacoma, I did I actually didn't even see that. So um, I need to look at that. But <clears throat> I went and looked at it, and I'm going to say it's to me. All right, Toyota folks, don't go hating on me here because it's like polishing a turd. <laughs> the aesthetics of it look great. It really it did. Like it was Tacoma. Or not the Tacoma. It, it looks like the Tundra. It it uh, well when you get up when you see it in person, I think it looks a little different, or maybe to the eye. But it it was nice looking, um, very good lines. The interior was fantastic looking. I don't know how comfortable those seats are going to be, but they swear up and down. They're like the the one all supposed to be like air ride seats, right? So you know, I thought it looked nice. Um, Here's I, I kind of go back to this is that I think that we've pushed our our manufacturing companies into a corner with trying to do the whole climate thing. And I don't want to get on a big tangent about that, but these companies are trying to take a four cylinder engine, put it on a turbo and tune it with the fuel and oil, you know, fuel and gas mixture and just try to get all this horsepower out of it. I just don't see these things lasting very long. They're going to overwork uh, the motor for, I, I truly believe that, that, uh, while they're going to be fun in the short term, that I don't think that the longevity is going to be there. Now I may be wrong. And actually I kind of hope they prove me wrong, but I find it very difficult to see a four cylinder pushing 300 plus horses uh, you know with a turbo for 15 years and the and the and the fuel mileage really isn't all that great it's not any better than my new frontier that has a 310 horsepower that gets 20 miles to the gallon right now or 22 so anyway and i don't think it has to work quite as hard so all that aside the toyota is a good looking truck no doubt about it and i can only imagine what these companies like cbi and some of the others yeah what they're going to come up with Mm -hmm. so it's going to be interesting to see what everybody does with it over the next few months and and i'm looking forward to seeing it quite frankly i think it'll be i think it'll be amazing i think with these (laughs) mid-sized trucks um I think one of the things, and, and Tyler and I talked about it once, was like the thinner fenders, you know, the black fenders. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, they, they all, I mean, I say they all, they do that black fender around it. It yeah. would be nice someday if those were removable. Okay. And the fender well was as big as the bigger opening. 
Got it. Wheel or fender. Yeah. So that you could go ahead and put a bigger tire on it without having to put a bigger lift, without having to cut, without right. having to do the pinch weld, without having to do all those kind of things. Right. But just make it to where, yeah, the ones you sell, the, this, the ones you sell, yeah, come with that fender skirt that look great for the stock tires. Right. And um, then those can be removable and you get at least two inches more all the way around that, that fender area. No, I agree. I think it's uh, a, I think it'd be so simple. I think it would be too. And I think it would be a great idea, but you got a lot of suspension companies. They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, you could still, I'm saying you can still put your suspension on it. You yeah. just don't, you can put it, you can end up, it's the bigger tire I'm talking about. Right. Like you still put the suspension on it, but you know, yeah. to be able to put a 35, you've got to do all kinds of, and most of these trucks, even to put a 33, you have to trim. Yeah, it's no, you're absolutely right. And and I think and that that's uh, with the suspension. Yeah. Um no, I I don't know that I disagree with you. I think it'd be kind of cool to be able to see that somehow or another, you know, come to play. Like a full size dodge and you take those off and you can fit 37s <laughs> on it. Or 40s. Um but speaking of suspensions. I'm, I'm going to guess that it's okay to make this, to, to say this, but many of you have probably heard of Peak Suspensions. Now, Peak uh, is a California-based company, and they really uh, cater to the Colorado market. The, that was their big thing. They were really, really catered to the Colorado, the ZR2, the Bisons, you know, that kind of stuff. They have been bought. Donald's uh, calling you out. Yeah, well, Subaru is a different thing. <laughs> We're talking about Toyotas here. <laughs> I mean, they, you know, and even Chevy's doing it. But, um, mm, but Donald's a Toyota fanboy, so I mean, you know, well, here's the deal. The Subaru's not the Subaru. It doesn't have to have the torque requirements that a pickup truck needs. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's that's not an apples to apples. But no, so you're, I, you're I do suspension. Yeah, so Peak Suspension uh, has been purchased by none other than CBI. Uh-oh. And guess what they're working on? A Nissan one. Yep, new Nissan suspension. Yep. Hey, hey, hey. So I don't know how far along it is, but it's my understanding that it's coming along quite well. Uh, but, yes, they are uh, – peak has been purchased by cbi so now they 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 own them um but anyway so i thought the show was i thought the show was i don't know that it was the best expo west that i've ever attended i've been to what four or five so far um but there's braxton that's our buddy Braxton. I didn't even get to spend time to see. Bra I saw Braxton at the beginning of the show. I just saw Lee's face editing. editing a trailer. Yeah, I know. They came over and did a video. Uh, our, our, her name was Chelsea. He had some uh, folks um, helping him. But I saw Braxton at the beginning, and then I saw him at the end. And, I mean, in between, the guy was just like, I think he was 100 miles an hour. But, anyway. He put out one video the other day. It has 35 vendors on it. Yeah, I know. It was amazing. I watched a, it. He had to make a channel. Well, yeah. that's the one. That's the where he's commenting from. 
Yeah, yeah. So welcome to the outdoors overland expo. And his new Jeep looks nice. I like his Jeep. Uh really like the color of it. So it's exciting to see him with a new Jeep. <laughs> so um, but yeah, you know, there were a lot of trailer companies there. There was a lot of things going on, but I don't know that it was the best expo that we've that I've been to so far as far as the wet expo west go. I think it's really hard for companies to buy an existing event and right. to, make it, to make it like the other ones. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, there's, there's always going to be that, oh shit, we didn't think of that. Or because, you know, the company selling it. Is like, well, we're not going to tell you everything because we, we want it to be the best when it was us. One of the things that I will say that this new company that did it was, I think they were structured a lot, organized structure better than they have been in the past. And that's not taking anything away from Lodestone as they've done it in the past. They've always done a really good job. But, you know, they had set up, a whole new traffic pattern and i mean well, it that's was, what you're saying braxton saying i thought it was totally or it was put together better than it has been so that's kind of what you're saying right but yeah felt more official exactly however Hard i don't I, I, yeah <laughs> i don't know that the show overall was as good as the others and braxton's right the rain did kind of throw a little bit of a wrench into it um but even Friday and, and, and all, you know, I mean, it was fairly busy. Um, I'm not going to lie. I think we ended up selling somewhere, you know, two or three trailers, which is great. Um, so, and uh, Braxton, you're right. There was a couple of sections I felt the same way about. One of them was over there near uh, the Red Arc booth and then directly north of the Red Arc booth as it, as it kind of, uh, went uh, towards the entrance back over that area. I don't now, think was that... there enough interesting vendors in that area? Cause I, you know, I feel like sometimes that said, and then you come to find out people look down the row and they're like, I ain't going down there. Right. I, I don't, you know what? I don't know that I, I didn't think that, but then again, you know, I'm not just somebody that just showed up there. I was looking for, you know, some particular vendors, but I'd say that, uh, and Braxton may agree with me that um, there was just spaces that felt like they were ghost towns, and it was yeah, that's weird. What he just said he said that there were areas that people didn't really notice. Yeah, yeah. So you you could walk or you know and be in this area, and it was really packed. And then you you'd end up over in this other area, and you're like, "There's nobody here. What's going on?" Um, so you know still it was a good show uh got to sell see a lot of great people i met mark bruce in person finally from red arc uh didn't get to spend a whole lot of time because we we missed each other and going back and forth um but uh and i didn't even get to get out as much as i normally do but um still had a good time still met a lot of great people um you did have fun camping on your way up there I did have fun camping. Um, Who all did you run into? I saw some of the people. <laughs> well, the first night. Okay. So I left Tulsa and I drove from Tulsa to Albuquerque, New Mexico. 
So and that was a nine hours. That was a long haul. Wasn't that but, eight or nine hours? Something mm, like that. It was about nine and a half, something yeah. like that. Anyway, whatever it was. But here's the here's what I'm going to tell you, folks. If you have a traditional rooftop tent that you have to unzip that sucker all the way around and unlatch it and fold it and let the ladder out and all that stuff, you have my utmost respect. You're talking about the one that has the canvas all the way across the top. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about a wedge or, or clamshell. I'm talking about the the OG style 23 zeros or Smitty Bilts or whatever. You have my utmost respect because I camped just east of Albuquerque uh, with the trailer and I had, because I don't have my Alucab cab yet. <clears throat> hint, hint. I'm still waiting on parts. Do you still other... don't have that ready yet? No, I'm still waiting on parts. Um, but no, the trailer, no. but the, the trailer had a Rome tent, and so I I find a place to camp, and I'm by myself, nobody with me, and I'm scratching. I'm looking at this thing, thinking, man, I should just sleep inside it. I don't, or inside the truck. To hell with put this tent up. But I, I got started putting this tent up at about. The third minutes into it. Well, no, about the third buckle around. Um, you know, I hear some rumblings off of the distance, and all of a sudden lightning just pops like right up the hill from me. And I mean, it was the dry lightning, so there was no rain, it was still kind of sunny, but the lightning started just started all around me. I'm like, son of a bitch. So it took me 15 minutes plus to get the tent open. And after it was all said and done, I stood back and looked at it and I went, not again. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> I'm just not doing it again. Uh, then, you know, I go to bed. I had a great night's sleep. It was just, it was a fantastic place. It was cool. I was up on top of a, a somewhat of a mountain. I got up the next morning and I thought to myself, oh shit, the reality sets in that I got to close this thing back up. So somehow or another, I got to get all this together. <laughs> get it underneath that cover you know strap well, down you gotta stuff. take your shit out yeah so i gotta take all my stuff out you know yeah. the whole nine yards so i start doing that i get about halfway through it and i call brad and i'm like brad this shit's got to go i'm selling your tent i'm gonna buy I, you're gonna buy me a wedge <laughs> he proceeded to tell me otherwise but anyway <laughs> and not so many and not so many nice words but yeah, so I, I slept in an old-school rooftop tent. My hats are off to all of you that still use them because I physically just, you know, with, with having MS anyway. You know, when, my, they're up, when they're open, they're comfortable. They, when you get in there, there's a lot of room. It's not going to lie. It slept good. Not yeah. going to lie. It slept good. It wasn't the best. But, yeah, once you got into it, you were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, see, been there. But that packing that sucker up, oh God! I well, especially by yourself. Here's what I don't like about it. So, and I was talking to, I sold my little buddy heater to a guy that is looking at tents, and so right. and, and just before the show, and so we had a conversation about it, and he was like, you know, three thousand dollars, and I said, here's the deal: you buy one of those older style tents, like right? The book, the book kind of open, whatever right. you call it. Um. You usually have to climb on your tire to get it unbuckled. Yeah. And then when you close it, you have to climb on that tire because that's the the side that it folds over to. I mean, there's tires on both sides. 
But if you're in a muddy situation or a wet situation and you right. slip and hurt yourself, you're fucking done, dude. Yeah. I I just <laughs> And they take too long. And I you know. have to do everything out of it. And Brad was giving me, you know, all kind of hell because I'm bitching about it. And he's he's older than me. And he's like, it's not that big a deal. And I'm like, yeah, but that's all you've ever slept in. So you understand the dynamics of opening and closing one of these things. This was my first time, literally first time ever camping in a traditional, what I would call traditional, rooftop tent. Mm-hmm. I've always had either a trailer or the alley cab. And the alley cab is flip two latches and push up and you're done. <laughs> so and you leave everything in there so not not to take away from any of that i mean there it like i said once you got it open and set up it was really nice to camp inside of it no doubt bougie yeah but um but the free spirit's not like what you're talking about the free spirit's like a clamshell kind of isn't it uh i don't know i mean this was a brand it is yeah this this was a rome tent anyway all that aside, it survived through the weather that night and the wind, and it was fine. And I slept great. Got no complaints about that whatsoever. It was just hard on me to, you know, fold it all up and get it all back together and then get the uh, the big cover, you know, situated. So Here's the deal. If that's, if that's the direction that you want to go, so be it. Lee and I are just lazy. And we want to about to say and pop two switch two little latches and push and then go to bed. That's, that's what, all we want to do. I know that's we want, what we want our pillows and sleeping bag up there. We it's already there. Up there. We don't want to have to like take five to ten minutes by ourselves to open it and then get our shit up in the tent. Well, and the nice thing about the Alu Cab is and I mean don't get me wrong. I had a really nice trailer and it was a very capable trailer, but you can't get inside it. It's a more of a gear kind of style trailer. Now you can, if you need to take a shit in the middle of the night, you always got your porta potty downstairs so you can climb down and do your business. You don't have to go outside and get cold or get wet. You just have to, you know, open it up a little bit so you don't gas yourself out, I guess. But yeah, how you can for the win. Um, but Anyway, all that aside, I ended up in uh, in Flagstaff. I went down to this place called um, Lake Mary. And the last few years we've gone there, Lake Mary didn't really exist. It was a... um, it was basically a dried up lake bed. And, And you could get up in the morning and watch the herds of elk walk out, you know, across the lake. Or you... There was a few places that were more like a bog. But anyway, I... I get there and drive up and not only is Lake Mary now a lake, but it is overflowed into other areas. I mean, it was like, it was crazy. So I end up with Will, Sir William goes and uh, Mo Leisure was there. Um, Levi and Brian came out to see me and brought, yeah. And uh, it was great to visit with them. Had a great time visiting with those guys. Um, So anyway, and there was, a few others that came up so anyway it was just um practices is dried up now if it dried up that fast man that's that's crazy because it was running over the banks when we were there um anyway it was just a good time um did a little cooking hung out watched the ducks um watched some people you know kayak and all that kind of stuff you didn't get shot at 
not this time, but we could hear them down the way. And and you could ask Will and them too. Did you could hear them? And somebody had what sounded like full auto going on down there, but it was far enough away that, eh, well, that Will's video about. I must not be an overlander because dude epic. And I got to be honest with you. He and I had a long conversation because I was like, Hey, I was like, your video is spot on. And it's funny because I've contemplated having a show about this very thing, you know, like, so what is it with everybody wearing these new pants that are like multicolored, with you know, black with, on the with, front. Yeah, it's like, like parsley. They look like they look like like pants you would need to go lumberjacking. Well, they look like pants. Well, motorcycle those, pants. They look like some of those pants that the guys at the construction company down on the highway road crew wears. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm not trying to knock anybody that's wearing those because we know people that do. I mean, but here's the deal: as soon as we get a pair and put them on, we're probably going to be like, "Oh." But I'm not getting a pair. Just oh. for the record, not doing it. Send me a pair. No. Don't send me a pair. Now, if they're and all make them teal, if they're <laughs> yeah, if they're all one color, purple. make them purple with black on the front. If they're all one color, yes. But if they're multicolored, forget it. I'm not doing it. Anyway, so it was just funny to hear purple Will's version, but but I swear Will cracks me up because he was like, he's you know he's like Keystone Light. He like everything but Bud Light. You know, what I mean, he yeah. went through this thing. Oh, so yeah, yeah, all the things. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, he really is. And uh, he's a hoot hanging around camp. Holy cow. He's, yeah. Can't help but have a good time hanging around him. Anyway, every, Levi says every man in South Korea has those pants or parts. I think he's talking about pants. Um, so, yeah, that's it, man. It was a good, there's a, there a lot of camping, a lot of vendors. Uh, I don't know that they had, I think they had four open boots. I think like four that didn't sell. No, I think people maybe canceled last minute or something. Cause oh. I looked on the map and it, they had names under them. So like maybe they just couldn't make it last. Yes. Yeah, last minute. Something happened. Yeah. Something Product probably didn't come in. Yeah. Um, did you see our buddy Adam Wood? I did see Adam. Okay. I, I tried to go eat dinner with them sunday night but we had the trailers and the trucks hooked up and we were over at the air force uh campground next door and so i didn't want to drive the truck and trailer into town and um and so i was going to get an uber and so i pulled up uber and it's like 50 minutes yeah no you're not donald <laughs> save your money man <laughs> <laughs> save your money for a new rig get rid of that toyota i'm just teasing um <laughs> i'm just messing with you his war machine does look nice um and so anyway and so they shut down i guess on sunday night pretty early so adam's like well we're shutting it down and so how about breakfast tomorrow morning i was like yeah okay call me we'll meet up for breakfast or something and anyway this woman knows. This, this woman, woman knows. knows. She's speaking the truth. Yeah, she is speaking the truth. She's hey, done it to me several times. Hey, you keep talking. I'll be right back. Okay, that was weird. So I'm going to keep talking about, I'm just going to have to change subjects. Um, and I don't really know because he kind of threw this at me. So let's see. Thinking purple camo, the pants for Lee. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, camo. Um. I don't even know what colors they make, but the purple I think would set Lee 
totally and completely off and go down a, a, a bad a bad road. So we're talking about getting your purple pants. All right, Crystal. Look what I got. <laughs> what flavor is that one? This one's uh, orange pineapple and it's sparkling energy. Yeah, there's the brat in the background. She sees Michael. All right, get lost. <laughs> anyway, so Crystal brings us these at the Moore Expo. And the other day, I was walking through with Felicia at the store and I was like, hey, buy me one of those. So she bought me a four pack <laughs> and they're she good. Says, she says she loves that one. Yeah. They're even better when you put some vodka with them. But anyway. no, Brax, Braxton asked, asked, uh, when you go to Alaska question mark. I, yeah. I, you're, you're, you're counting down the days, oh, dude. So I'm leaving June 8th, um, is when we get on the plane, fly up there. Um, trucks already there. Uh, Sarah's, vehicles there the trailers there um i'm gonna get there earlier because i'm taking the dogs the dogs are flying with me so we had to move my flight earlier so i'm gonna go to moose to pizza and get some pizza while i'm up there waiting on them i want to swing by craig's place um he's got um alaska overlander rental rental vehicles and then i can't, I can't remember what the name of the store so he's also got a store front um that he sells it's like truck something accessories i don't i don't got it um so i gotta check that out um crystal said those are cheaper on amazon oh okay and then they get delivered to your door um so i'm going june 8th um driving it'll be a three hour drive three hour drive from anchorage to kenai got it Uh, we did that drive last time took some pictures along the way I would love to be able to stop at all the signs and take a picture of the truck, you know, in yeah. the Kenai Peninsula. But I'm going to be following Sarah, and I think she's a little nervous, although she shouldn't be because all of these roads, there's there's no real altitude that we climb. In some spots there are, but it's yeah. not like we're going over a mountain pass. They go right in between all the mountains and just curve right in between all the mountains. So it, it's not that roads aren't tight. There's... It, there shouldn't be any problem, but I do want to stay close to her. She's going to have some of the Midland handhelds um, in her vehicle. And I'm going to have my um, uh, 575 in my rig. So we're going to be able to talk because they ain't no cell phone coverage out there. Where That's a good point. So Midland's going to come into a big play, big time sponsor of ours. We appreciate you guys. Um, so, yeah, and then we've got – I've got a week until I start working. Same with her. We've got a week until we start working. So, during that week, I plan on kind of breaking away one day and just going down my first dirt road that I don't Edible. know anything about and document what happens. It may be just people that live there. You know, I've looked at maps, but uh, but I think – you know, I'm in a, I'm really going to concentrate on the areas close to where I live at first yeah. um, and just explore a lot of the back roads. And, you know, you just don't know even if it's a res- looks residential. I mean, in residential is different there than it is here. Let me just say that. Residential there just means there may be you go down this road and then there's like this long driveway to someone's house. Yeah. 
And then you go down a little further and there's a long driveway to someone else's house. Um, so it's different than residential here. And uh, I, in fact, I was just reading a post today that said they were at the Kenai Lake and there was a popular place and they went a little further and thought they were going through like where people lived. And at the end of that, they found an opening with a great view and a place that they could get in the water and um, or get down by the water and camp. There's a couple of uh, fire rings down there. So, you know, they didn't even know it existed. They didn't know it was down there. And that's kind of what I've told people is that's the unique thing that I'm going to have because I'm going to live there. Most of the videos we see are people that are there for two weeks or a month. So they hit the spots they know about. Yeah. They don't go down the one, you know, the, the out and back roads because they don't know what's there and it's not really been documented. Maybe the locals know and no one else does. And, and I'm not trying to give away all the secrets, but I'm going to look. <laughs> so yeah i mean why not and then when are you coming i think that's the real question <laughs> so my plan is to give you the rest of 23 <laughs> to uh get acclimated to find all the cool spots uh and you know all, get get all that together get it all mapped out and then my plan is is in 24 is to come up there um <clears throat> I, I don't know for how long, but I'm going, I've already, I told Felicia, I was like, look, I need a week to get there. I need at least a week there. If not yeah. two, depending on whether or not Michael could stand me that long, that close. And then I need a week to get back. So I said, basically I'm going to be gone a month. Now I told her I'd make her a deal. I said, I'll drive up there and uh, I'll spend a week uh, with Michael and we'll go out camp and he can show me all the places. And then you and Amelia can fly up and I will pick you up and we'll spend a week and go out. And if Michael wants to go with us, we'll go, you know, check out all the different places or whatever. And then you girls fly back and then I'll drive on home. So right on. not really sure which one it's going to be, but, uh, my plan is next year, buddy is to, uh, Come up there and uh, we'll Cindy, chase. Bring it. We'll chase bears together. How about that? That's right. We will. Yeah, it's just gonna. You know, I mean. Plus, I'm gonna bring my fly rod, and I really want to go fly fishing up there. That's kind of one of those things too. So. I know you're you're gonna have to you're gonna have to take up some of this hunting and fishing thing uh fishing for sure hunting like it'll be a slower process for me to get into well yeah but because my family that never i mean we never really i know but you you'll meet some people and that that do it so michael uh and so uh yeah you gotta hunt because man we need some moose meat well dude i'm pretty sure that <laughs> there's moose to be found oh yeah oh yeah i'm not worried about that so should be fun but Anyway, and I mean moose meat. Like there, there's oh yeah, plenty of moose meat there. Yeah. What was it? Tyler was telling us that bone boned out. It's like a thousand pounds. Yeah, he was. It was insane the amount. Oh. Of, yeah. And I hear people fly it all back. Like they put it in these big, big, giant coolers, and they well, the processing companies there will ship it back for you. Yeah, they'll they'll process it all and moose meat or loose meat. Well, in Michael's case, in my case, it won't be loose meat because hanging meat. 
built built on. Oh Jesus. Um I'm not really sure how to come back from that one. Anyway, um so yeah, Michael and I are gonna be chasing eating loose meat. It'll be it'll be moose. 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 Yeah. Levi says buy a shotgun for the camp and use salt rounds. I tell I say that my this is a perfect this is a perfect example of why you take a guy like Levi with you because he's the one he's the one that gets eaten. Yeah. (laughs) Because a salt round ain't gonna do nothing but just piss off a bear. Yeah. Oh wait, hold up. Oh, you already oh wait, wait! I got it. Didn't Theo say he was bringing? But yeah, he did bring Bill Tong to whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, <whatever> it's called. <laughs> so to clarify, you had some hanging in your truck, didn't you, dude? I okay. So he comes over and he he says, "Hey, I brought you some Bill Tong." He goes, "It's like I know you can't see on the camera, but you know, big old long slab of Bill Tong." And I'm thinking, "Holy crap!" All right, he wow, goes, wow. "You got to share it with Rome and um." From for this land, Rome, and why did I just draw? Rome? In Rome. Yeah, thank you. And, um, and so, but he brought it over to us at the booth, and so we hung it under the ostrich wing just right out in the open, and everybody had to walk around, <laughs> it was just hanging there. And, uh, anyway, so the show's over, and I'm like, I'm gonna go give them part of this, and it still needed to dry some more. I, uh, I go over there. They're nowhere to be found. And uh, Jason comes by later. I'm like, I can't find them where they're at. He goes, uh, they got family here or whatever. So so I load that belt on up in the back of the truck or load it up. And I'm like, where am I going to hang this stuff in the truck? And so I looked in the back seat and I just happened to have enough room. And I used the, the handle, you know, there in the passenger yeah. side back seat and I uh, took the rope and I tied it all up and just had it dangling. It was about that far from touching everything I had packed in the back seat. Wow. So most of the way home, I rode with the window in the back, you know, cracked about that far and let it, uh, let it air dry. And, um, I'm not gonna lie. It's good. <laughs> You can taste the Worcestershire in it. It's got a good bit of Worcestershire in it. What? Worcestershire. What was that again? Fuck off. So anyway, <laughs> it's the got a good. Worcestershire? Is that what you're saying? Uh, Worcestershire. <laughs> what do you say, Ding Dong? I'm not saying it. It's oh, one of those words that oh it's just yeah. Word. It's one of those words that's subjective. But anyway, yeah. uh, you can I taste it. Worcestershire. Stop while you're head. Stop yeah. while you're head. Sorry, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I uh I drove home all the way back with it hanging in the yeah. truck. And yeah, then when I hanging meat. Yeah, and then when I got home, Theo told me, he said, Look, you you know, out here it's dry, so you can hang it outside. He goes back where you are or where he's at. You can't because it's too humid. And uh, so when I got home, I, uh, I, you know, cut it, and it, it was just about ready. So what I did was um, I turned on my smoker outside on the lowest temperature, and I put it in there for a couple of hours, and it was, like, perfect. Rooster so, sure. Yeah. Shire. Rooster sure. <laughs> Worcestershire. <laughs> you spelling it out. Uh, <laughs> Worcestershire. 
Uh, Levi says nobody keeps a bear rifle in their camper. Apparently, Levi's never camped with me because Lee keeps shit like that all the time. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, this camping trip, it was, it was 10 so it minutes. Sounds like, it sounds like Expo West was fun. Uh, just a little different than normal. It was. I'm curious to see now what... Um, you know, Mountain West and all is going to be like. So, I, yeah. Now, the one that you hope they don't fuck up is Pacific. Yeah, we're not going to do that one, which sucks. But that's okay. It. We're going to make a, we're plotting out a route. Where is that one? I don't remember now. Anyway, hmm. 45 seconds. Levi, remind me sometime. I'll have to show you my 50 cal. Three hundred blackout, fifty cal AR ten. Jeez, <laughs> I want the gun um, that the that uh, Chris uh, Pratt has in Jurassic World. Oh yeah, the lever yeah. action, whatever gun that is, it looks badass. Um, Braxton says so. I think because they have the other shows, not many people show up west, but that's good because it's packed. Uh, okay, yeah, where the vendors can. Talk. I, you know what? That's that's probably pretty valid. I did notice there was a lot of vendor to vendor, so B two B type things going on, and and we even did that. Um, but isn't that the one that usually has the most people at? Yeah, normally I think it does, but then again, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe Mountain West there in Loveland may end up having Here's more people. Hard about it. It's the time of year that it's done. I understand. You yeah, know, more expo kind of gets that also because school's still going on. Yeah, so they can't, you, you know, like families don't plan their trips, and this has become such a family oriented activity. I agree. Um, I don't think it used to be, I think it used to be just us guys got together and we went, and now wives and women on their own, and you know, the kids want to go and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So I think I think that probably doesn't help with a lot of the the, the regular people traffic. Yeah, Braxton's got a good point because when Expo West started, that was the only show, and so that's why it was so busy. And and so yeah, Braxton, I think you're I think you're spot on there. I think so they, says August twenty fifth. Okay, that's Mountain West. Hmm, that's Mountain West. <laughs> I believe so. Oh, I thought he was saying that was Pacific. Or maybe I I need to look at the calendar. I can't keep up with it, man. Which it's, one's first, Mountain West or Pacific? Mountain West is first, isn't it? And then Pacific. I think I so. Hmm. Anyway, um, Braxton says he's curious about how the new event will. Which one is it, Braxton? Because I can't remember what they called this thing. There was something. Well, they didn't. They take over the uh, um, outdoor show or something. The then they buy another they bought the outdoor expo or whatever that was you went to oh the outdoor retailer mm, didn't they buy know. that i don't that know the one they bought? no they bought lodestone but mm. yeah okay so pacific northwest is is earlier than that yeah that's right. the first one and then yeah either huh. way they're all going to be you know i mean i have to admit out of all of them last year i 
like Pacific Northwest, the venue, the people, the just the area in itself, I think was the best one, you know, about it. Braxton could probably even attest to this is that at Pacific Northwest, you could pretty much walk around barefooted out there and the whole thing because it was just nothing but nice, you know, fluffy grass. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that to me, that, that ended up being my favorite. Yeah. The grass. Exactly. I wonder how, I wonder how far a drive that's going to be. I don't remember how long it took me. No, but, from oh, from Kenai. I don't know. You could take the ferry and it wouldn't be so bad. You'd have yeah, like 1200 bucks. Yeah. Either way. Um, so yeah, I think, I think my plan, if I go to expos, uh next year not counting pacific northwest because that one i'd want to try and drive to yeah i think i'll talk to travis and see about getting one of his uh element off-road just fly in and in the fly yeah. in denver have me pick me up grab a vehicle and then and then go i think that'd be the way to do it yeah oh uh, now they have the outdoor adventure expo in salt lake in two weeks you know I met Braxton back at was it called the Adventure Expo Braxton back in Salt Lake? Utah. Yeah. Uh that's where I met Braxton at. And um that was what four years ago, I think, something like that. And I don't remember what they call it. I thought it was outdoor outdoor. Was it outdoor adventure expo? Maybe it was. Anyway, uh I thought it was a flop. I thought it was a flop completely. Yeah, so the outdoor adventure expo. Yeah. I thought, but, but may, yeah. Was, uh, was it 21? Yeah. Cause it was the first year mountain West also. Was it? Okay. Because that's when you brought Braxton over. I didn't know who this kid was and you were like, dude, this guy's going to interview, uh, the Opus dude. I can't think of his name. Uh, Paul. Paul. Get yeah. Paul. These old farts can't remember. <laughs> hey, Calm down. It's sad. Speaking I, of everybody, it is time for a whiskey shot. Yeah, let's do a whiskey, whiskey shot. Drink. You know, the thing is, the, as the older you get, and I can't be the only one, the dates and the years just, they go together so fast that it feels like they're longer than they really are. But anyway, yeah, it was Mark. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Okay. Anyway, I thought it was a flop. So hopefully they'll maybe this this company will do a better job of marketing it. Who knows? Well, and wasn't that one of those things where like there wasn't really any marketing for it, and then like well, so like a lot of the local people didn't even know what was going on. There was some guy that was he bumped into or something. I talked to him online. He was a importer of some tent. I don't even remember who it was. And he was based there in Salt Lake. And he didn't I asked even him, know what was happening. He's like, I didn't even know what was happening. And he goes, I'm, I'm like, Fire that marketing person. He's like, I'm like 13 miles from there. And he goes, I didn't know anything about it. And I'm like, well, wow. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, craziness, man. Yep. All right. Well, we're coming up on an hour. Yeah, uh, I'm excited good. for you to get. Uh, so you're not going to be with us next week, probably. Who are you going to have for, in my place? I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll have Braxton. Maybe, I think Braxton. Braxton, Braxton if he's available. We should maybe have Braxton do the show next week. One of week. the Chads. 
if Braxton can't do it, then yeah, one of the Chads. Um, we could have, I mean, hell, we could even have, uh, we could have anybody who knows. So maybe we'll try to find somebody just completely. Braxton says, I might be, dude, we need to know next Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. So get your computer. I'll be be in the middle of getting everything situated, situated. And then the next, huh? Speaking of events. Yeah. Oh, Northwoods. Speaking of events, here's a plug for the Northwoods Uberland <laughs> in Cable, Wisconsin, June 9th to 10th. All right, go check out Cindy's uh, website, uh, Northology. For us to rent out a convention center at a hotel and call it Hotel Berlanding. Yeah. Expo. Also, while I'm thinking about it, um, this Friday, I think it's at five o'clock, uh, our Wait. buddy Chad at Overland. Huh? Rigs and Swigs? Yeah, Rigs and Swigs at oh, uh, Overland right. Attic up in Nixon, Missouri. Um, and then I think the next next day they're going to do some car show things. Car, so. Cars and coffee. Yeah. The local cars and coffee. Yeah, so make sure you hit up um, Chad at Overland Attic and, and uh, hit that Rigs and Swigs thing because that's turned out pretty nice. Um, speaking of which... Um, I, gotta, I think that might go really well in Alaska. There's a few yeah. places that those were the places that I saw the Overland style rigs parked in front of. Yeah. So I think that needs maybe to that's because be. they maybe maybe that was because they had maybe they already have something and I just don't yeah. know and I'm gonna find out. So. Just yeah, get in there and get yourself acclimated and and uh, we'll all be rooting for you and can't wait to see pictures and. And get you back on the show after you've got up there and got settled in. But uh, maybe we can have Braxton do it with us next week. And um, hey, I did want to mention that. Did you you saw we talked a little bit about it? You saw that six by six in my last video. Oh yeah, bow yeah, video that mall crawler. The so zombie. I bump into this. I bump into this. Well, I see this rig driving driving by. It's a six by six Jeep. SoFlo um, Customs out in Florida, they make them. This was the Apocalypse um, model or whatever. They have different versions of of the 6x6 Jeep. With night vision. With night vision. It had a V6 um, turbo diesel putting out 410 horsepower. And this guy in this big, huge thing gets 17 miles per gallon around town and 21-ish on the highway yep i thought that was pretty damn good that's pretty good for that thing because it's a beast yeah um but yeah check it out there's just a short little clip of it in the uh in the video that i put out recently um about our it was really kind of our last family trip um here in oklahoma so had a lot of fun had a lot of fun with family got to see people um and uh see that people closest to me and it was nice it was really nice but yeah uh next week i'm gone i'm leaving. gone and Flying next week next next thursday i'll be in springfield missouri for my second oldest daughter's wedding nice yeah ain't gonna lie it's kind of a bittersweet mm. you know I like the kids. Did you say your second oldest daughter? That sounds it sounds weird now that I 
Yeah, I know. I have my oldest daughter's married and has kids. So, that's, so I'm a grandpa. And then I have a second oldest daughter. And then we have Jamie. And then we have Amelia, who was the uh, <laughs> surprise. God has a sense of humor. No, that was um, your cat. That was my cat. <laughs> I tell Felicia you said that. <laughs> That was trapping Felicia. That's what that was. That's funny. Oh, God. There's a whole lot of stories behind that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, we'll miss you next week. We're happy for you. Get yourself moved. Get settled in. And um, we'll see you back in a few weeks. Okay. Everybody out there, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the support, Lee. Thanks for pushing all the buttons and doing what you do behind the scenes. I appreciate it. Thank you to all of our sponsors, um, Overland Attic, Midland, Rugged Bound, uh, More Expo. What else? Who am I missing? Our buddies at the at the Overland Essentials. Yeah. We really appreciate all of you guys. Yeah. Um, appreciate it. And everybody out there, love you to death. And whatever you do, Make sure that you go all over. Push the button.